Your legacy is about more than just investment return. It's about the peace of mind that comes with knowing that you've partnered with an investment manager who has the right skills and experience to grow your wealth. Old Mutual Wealth is a world-class investment destination offering you a wide range of investment strategies and specialist wealth management solutions. Together with your financial planner, we model a strategy around your specific needs, supported by a multi-skilled team dedicated to taking your wealth further. Whether your goal is to grow your wealth, generate income, or preserve capital, we select the best and most suitable investments based on your investment strategy and our extensive research and insights. Our Mutual Wealth is an advice-led wealth management business aimed at providing financial planners and their clients with a full suite of industry-leading strategies and services. For more information, please visit our website at www.almutual.co.za forward slash wealth. Hi there, I'm Aarti Vabikrasoon. Hello, I'm Malika Peterson. Welcome to the Swan Effect Podcast. Money makes the world go round, yet it's not so easy to understand its complexities, particularly when it comes to investing. That's why Aarti and I are using this platform to educate, inspire, and help you gain confidence in your relationship with money so that you can better manage your finances and investments. We are two women in finance. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It certainly is. You've been in stockbroking, private wealth management, asset management, and now an award-winning businesswoman who is coaching and assisting businesses with capital and strategic advice. And Malika, you have a wealth of experience in wealth, excuse the pun, in financial planning, investments, and relationship management. So you're also at the coalface when it comes to where and how people are investing, both getting it right and getting it wrong. And stuck in the grey areas too. Indeed, I've seen the many phases and moods of financial cycle and how our decisions at those times impact us. So listeners and subscribers, if you are looking to get unstuck, feel empowered and make some strides in how you tackle your money, we are here to help you. And it all starts with listening to this upcoming episode. Enjoy! Welcome back to another episode of the Swan Effect podcast, everybody. There are officially three months left in the year. Well, I don't know whether to scream or not. <laughs> and we are fast approaching the silly season, isn't it, Monica? <laughs> oh, goodness. Before we get started on the episode, though, everybody, remember, please do go back to our earlier episodes and seek out our tips and tricks that we've been sharing with you since the start of the year, because it's all going to help you as we approach, as we're calling it, the silly season. Remember? Planning starts now, today, okay? <laughs> Hi, Malika. Have you started your planning today? Hi, Arti. Hi, everyone. I've definitely started implementing the tips and tricks that we've shared before. So I'm feeling significantly more relaxed and positive about my financial situation. Yes, 
as you absolutely is, right? Yeah. And today we're gonna dig quite deeply into the importence of a positive mindset, right? On our on our financial journey. So mm. our episode is actually named The Way It Makes Me Feel. Money Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> now you see, this is a song we need to record. <laughs> oh, definitely. You know what, Malika, we've spent quite a bit of time around fleshing out understanding and practical tips that it takes to build and maintain our money verse. But the reality is, is that, you know, while some of our listeners may hear and understand it, you know, very rationally, um, all of these things that we've been sharing on the show, they are only some, unfortunately, who are actually going to implement some or all of it. Okay, this is the reality, everyone. So listeners, there's a really, really good reason why we're talking about this topic today. Um, You know, we tell ourselves so often, oh, we're going to start with that later or one day when things get better, uh, we're less stressed. You know, there's always this ideal time when something can begin. Or, or actually, we say to ourselves, well, I don't have enough time to do this right now. I can't deal with it. And also things like, oh, I don't want to pay any more tax. So why should I be doing this strategy? You know, these are the things that come into our mind. And actually, everyone, these thoughts are called script. Okay. It's the brain's way of protecting us from what it believes is a threat to us. Now, this is all very interesting to me, Arti. You know, I've, I've said this to you before. And I often hear people say that they don't believe that this will really make a difference. Now, a few years ago, I was also very skeptical uh-huh. um, about understanding the impacts of a positive attitude on my maneuvers and how it grows. But yes. I've since learned that there are just too many examples for me to ignore. Rich isn't an amount of money. It's a mindset about how you learn. If you believe you can win, you can. And that's that's it. That's a quote by Dave Ramsey, right? So that's a great quote, actually. It absolutely is. And and a positive mindset is really key to achieving wealth. There are so many stories of wealthy individuals who have lost absolutely everything only to recreate their wealth a short while later. I mean, we used the example in a previous show yes. of, of of how this is possible or how this yep. has happened. Yeah. Right? We used Donald Trump in fact. I'm not sure if he wouldn't be an example, but he is an example of a wealthy individual who had lost everything and rebuilt all of his wealth and then some a short while later. And then you also hear the very, very sad stories of people who have won lottos and lots and lots of money only to find themselves in bigger debt and worse poverty than before. So both of these examples show us that your mindset is way more important than any amount of money that you can have. Mm. Um, Malika, this is so, so correct. I mean, I can't, I can't underscore this more, more than, than what you're saying. Um, our, our brains play such a significant role in how we manage money. Mm. And, you know, the, the one critical region to understand about the brain, and no, I'm not going to launch into a whole thing about the brain, um, but this is important for us to understand everybody because I call it a process of coming to consciousness here. When we're aware of something and it's right in front of us and we can't do anything, or we're seeing it for what it is, we can then take some action. So this is what this is, right? This critical region of the brain um, to understand is called the prefrontal cortex, okay? 
This is responsible for our decision-making, for things like even planning, goal-setting. It's about where do we make those next steps, right? Think of it, everyone, as your financial GPS, right? Or you could even think of it as your internal financial advisor, okay? When this prefrontal cortex is in top shape, right, you make some of the best financial decisions. But here's the kicker, okay? The brain often seeks short-term rewards, over long-term gains. In other words, can be a little bit lazy in that. It's like, oh, I'll go for the low-hanging fruit because that's easier. So that means sometimes we're going into that impulse of spending and buying and we're not saving enough, a whole lot of consumption areas. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so Ati, now that we kind of understand why the brain does what it does, let's dive a little bit into how we change it. And I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head. The first step is absolutely a, awareness right and mm-hmm. and listening to this podcast is kind of one of the first things that allows us to be aware of exactly what's happening it's interesting i recently attended a conference where the speaker asked us to understand the cons of achieving the wealth that we aspire to now as you might understand everyone yeah. was quite perplexed by this because we couldn't understand why there would possibly be cons associated with achieving wealth Mm-hmm. But as we spend some time journaling, we quickly realize that we collectively come up with quite an extensive list of cons yeah. associated with achieving our financial goals. Now, mm-hmm. some people had the fear that their responsibility of taking care of others would increase dramatically, you know, to the point where maybe the wealth that they had created would no longer be enough. Okay. Some feared that they wouldn't be happy or they would be less happy than they are now. Some feared that they would lose family or friends. Others thought about not necessarily knowing what to do with their time if they didn't kind of need to work. The reality of the situation is that everyone felt a fear, right? And I thought that was quite interesting. Mm, I mean, what what a different level of awareness, right? Flipping it around because often... People ask us, well, what are the pros associated with having wealth, right? And we talk about that a lot too. So I really like this example where she's, uh, you know, the speaker. So I'm just assuming it's a she, but it couldn't be the guy. Uh, the speaker actually then asked you to flip it to figure out what are some of those fears? What are those things that we're thinking about and now bringing to awareness, as you said? Because now, and I'm assuming the next steps after that must have been towards coming to some deliberate decisions about that, right? Because that's what awareness does. It creates that ability to make a decision, to have a choice. And, you know, it's far more productive to to come to that and to start instilling these new productive decisions over time consistently because that is what forms habits. So I know everyone's probably wondering, you know, what can we actually do to change this if this is how our brain is wired? Um, Is there a way to rewire our brains to make better financial decisions. And absolutely it is, right? And I think I've mentioned it in, in, in earlier episodes about this concept of neuroplasticity. Um, and, and I mean, neuro talking about the brain and nervous system. Plasticity, not talking about plastic as we know it, that hard substance, but plasticity rather in the sense of the malleability and ability to change. And everyone, our brain has that ability to do that. And there's things we can do to push that forward. So I'm going to share a couple of techniques as, as ideas. And everyone, you're welcome to do more research around this. Um, so one example is um, the technique of visualization. 
Okay, this is where you're you're bringing in a little bit of that right hemisphere of your brain that goes very creative and starts to imagine, right? So imagine the possibilities. Imagine your financial goals vividly. Okay, the brain responds so well to very very clear images. So using a simple example, let's say you want to buy a house. You can close your eyes. Picture every detail of this dream home that you'd want to have from the front door, the surrounding garden, your cozy living room with a fireplace. Yeah, and Valika, I could hear you. Absolutely. You know, this primes your brain to actually work towards that goal. So, I mean, yeah, it's really beautiful as a technique, everybody. I did this when I was saving years ago for a trip to go to Europe. And, you know, I did it slightly different in terms of I I used to love cutting out pictures from magazines and putting it on a bit of a vision board for myself. So here I was with this vision board of all the pictures of places I wanted to go and visit and shops and eating things I wanted to go and experience. That motivated me to save because I knew, okay, that pair of shoes, Mm -mm. that's actually going towards this particular treat for this trip. So that was very, very helpful for me. Wow. See, yeah. (laughs) Um, Another powerful technique, everyone, is positive self-talk, okay? In other words, affirmations. We've heard of affirmations. You maybe even practice some of them. Um, It really is about communicating and vocalizing the thoughts in order to replace them with more productive ones. So you would replace, for example, your negative money thoughts, uh, you know, especially with things like, oh, but I don't understand this or I don't know how to do this with positive affirmations such as, I am good at managing money. Um, I am on the path to financial success. Um, so it, you know, it's important to start to to believe it. The more you say it, the more you start to believe it. Um, you know, when when I think back to when uh, I completed my studies, um, I had to pay off student loans. You know, I it, it's obviously a very stressful time, right? You're a young graduate, you're trying to find a new job, or maybe you've just started. One of the things that I used was a little bit of that affirmation to say, but I am in control of my finances because I'm a smart young lady. I can do this. And that really did boost my confidence and got me towards my goals of clearing that debt as soon as I possibly could. So yeah, these are just two practical examples, affirmations, visualizations, everybody that can actually help you towards creating those productive habits. Oh, I love that, Ati. I'm still, I'm still visualizing right here now. Beautiful. With the fireplace. So, so the next step, in my opinion, is education, right? And, and, and I think the thing, the nice thing about education is that we almost prove ourselves wrong. Mm-hmm. I think. When we seek knowledge by reading, by listening to amazing podcasts like this one. Like this one, yeah. Like this one. And kind of doing research, we almost bust the myths that our brain has created in order to protect us. And I think by doing so, we really empower ourselves with information. We create the kind of wealth mindset that allows us to be open to opportunity. Um, And I think what that allows us to do is that we we go about our day in the world and all of a sudden we're, we're just able to see opportunities that grow our money worth, which I think is so key to kind of taking that big leap forward in our financial journey. Yeah, I, I love what you said about the wealth mindset, Malika. 
Um, you know, and, and part of that wealth mindset and growing wealth, and we have covered this in previous episodes as well, um, everyone, is about investing. And it doesn't necessarily mean um, monetary investing. What Malika is talking about is actually investing in yourself, actually investing in your brain. Um, and it might seem daunting, but remember, your brain loves to learn, right? So I'm just, I'm just underscoring what Malika is saying here around the education piece. Start small. Start to educate yourself. Your brain will lap this up, right? And it starts to adapt and actually change that neuroplasticity that I was talking about starts to change when you gain new knowledge and new experiences. And that then just helps you get onto this path of almost a bit of a thirst of wanting to know more and growing and developing more. The other piece that I think I want to mention on the back of that is a little bit related to like the positive self-talk, but now just around more positive environments as well to surround ourselves with this. It's a very, very powerful tool. Um, and, and, you know, you would have heard the the adage, you are the company you keep, you know, so the more you surround yourself with positive influences, that kind of rubs off onto you. Um, I'm going to share a, an example of a, a bit of a fortunate experience for myself where uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was actually able to meet the ambassador of Finland to South Africa. Um, thanks to a funding initiative that's currently underway, create impact, social impact in South, in South Africa. So it was a morning event. Um, and in as part of the event, everybody, there was such a beautiful video showcased, which was um, highlighting... Finnish entrepreneurs discussing why they are so happy in Finland, right? Um, it, you know, in in a nutshell, it came down to a really beautiful mindset construct. Also, aided by some really wonderful support by the Finnish government towards entrepreneurs, um, building up their businesses, their work. Um, their work ethic as well, and also speaking to their sort of family or life balance as well, which is seen, Malika, as a key priority in their lives. Mm -hmm. huh? yeah. And as a result of this, um, entrepreneurs and businesses um, actually see taxes as a form of investment into their country. How amazing is that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not this big, like, as we think of taxes, like, oh, this money is just going away. And we start to have these doubts about, well, where is this money actually being spent, right? Rather, they've got this view that this investment starts to skill their populations, right? Because it's investing in education, it's investing in the, in the workforce as well. And that then brings more labor, skilled labor, and more opportunities for other entrepreneurs to come into the economy. So imagine that, like that's like a whole circular kind of economy just helping uh, happening there sorry with very healthy happy citizens I, I mean I was just blown away I was really blown away by this and you know no wonder so many of the Nordic countries everybody are consistently voted some of the happiest places to be in the world every time mm -hmm. so you know I, I was inspired by that Monica so I'm going to propose our own little loop or little circular kind of uh, uh, option here and I'm going to call it the habit loop Okay, the habit loop, which I believe everyone is crucial for wealth building. It's made up of three things, a cue, a routine, and a reward. Okay, so for example, a cue could be it's payday, right? So you're going to get money coming into your account or a paycheck, depending on how you paid or physical cash. The routine could be I'm going to put away a savings portion immediately 
And then the reward is actually based on that routine that you've put in place. For example, watching your savings grow, right? Getting those statements in to see, oh, what's the balance? Like, oh, fabulous. It's actually grown. Now, imagine if we put that habit loop with everything that we're doing, okay? Um, other things you could do, for example, is, you know, you can change up your routine a little bit by, for example, using the same example, putting an automatic transfer right into your savings account from your salary as soon as you get paid. So you don't even have to think about it. It's just getting done on cue. <laughs> and that's a pun <laughs> that I wanted to put in there. You know, um, the other thing is you can also alter your rewards for yourself as well. Again, these don't need to be extravagant rewards because then that would defeat the purpose, everybody. But then you want something that will just help you acknowledge your progress, motivate you to continue. Okay, so small rewards can also accomplish that. Uh, what do you think of that as a, as a little uh, I, thing? <laughs> I, I love both, you know, the Finland example yeah. and the habit loop. I think mm -hmm. it, it reminds me of a tip where we kind of shared earlier in the series, right? Mm -hmm. That he said everyone must attach goals to their journey. Yeah. We discussed the importance of short, meeting and long-term goals. We spoke about the, the concept of delayed gratification, you will recall. And I think the reward that is associated with the achievement of goals along the way really reinforces that habit loop that you're talking about. So I absolutely love that concept, right? And with that, I think we're coming to the end of our conversation, which is how I have got my head buzzing to you know, because yeah, I'm, I'm visualizing that dream house. I'm thinking about yes. you know, the, the habit loop. I'm thinking about all these things. So I think before I dive any deeper into it, let me let me share my parting shot. I think my parting shot is that it all starts with me. Yes. I have the power to change my financial well-being with my thoughts and my attitude, but also have the power to inspire those around me to do the same. Now, I want you to think about this. If I can inspire enough people, that will influence the financial future of not only my family, right, but an entire community and potentially South Africa as a whole. And that really gets me excited. Oh, that is exciting. What about you, Archie? What's your parking shot? Okay, well, I would say for me, you know, managing and creating wealth, it's not just about the numbers. Um, so I guess I'm reaffirming what you're saying. It's actually about rewiring our brains for success, everybody. So use the techniques we've we've put forward today, like visualizing your goals, such as using positive affirmations, building in good financial habits as a result. And, you know, don't be afraid to start small when it comes to investing, right? By understanding a bit of that neuroscience behind wealth management, you can transform your mindset, everybody, and take control of your financial future. Remember, your brain has the power to actually make you financially successful. Yeah? The way it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love this one. We have to record it. <laughs> to our ongoing financial empowerment, Monica. I need to continue. Long may it continue. Absolutely. Until next time, everyone, keep nurturing your financial brain power, right? Indeed. Until next time. Bye. 
Sharing is caring. And knowledge is power. Time for you to be daring. And let your money confidence bloom like a sunflower. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We hope you found these ideas and guidance useful. Do subscribe, share and write a review or send us comments. We would love to hear from you. Catch you on the next episode of the Swan Effect Podcast. Bye for now. Ciao.